You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides, your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 86, recorded September 27th, 2020. Uh, the topic for this episode is The Singular Exeget Part 1. I am your host, I am Elemist. This is Ivan. This is Mrs. Ivan. This is Orchid. And for podcast news... Like usual, you know, we encourage feedback that could be sent to us on Twitter at Guardians underscore Lore, at Hey It's Orchid, at Mrs. underscore Hyven, at I underscore Am underscore Elmist. You can email us, Guardians underscore Lore at Outlook.com. You can find us on Instagram at Guardians of Lore, all one word. Uh, you can leave us a review wherever you find the podcast, except Spotify, apparently. Still throwing shade. Um, and Screw if you, you Spotify. And if you leave I'm just a, a really review, though, who doesn't have a review option? That's just such a simple thing. Did freaking so Spotify for some yeah. reason? I mean, I like their their interface, but Jesus, Spotify, get your shit together. <laughs> and if you leave us a review, let us know that you actually left one because we like reading them. We like the feedback. Um, or you could also jump in our Discord and just. Give us feedback right away. Uh, you can also find us on thelordnetwork.com alongside many impressive content creators. So for this week at Guardians of Lore, the Twoggle, it's Bungie put out an article that they were like having dynamic weather put into the game i'm so stoked about this i'm curious if it's gonna do anything you know or if it's just it's, gonna make it better not be like your guardian's cold get somewhere warm because i fucking hate that shit no it's no, no i no, think no. it's gonna like affect like how well you see and you need to have like a thermal scope and <laughs> like you have to move together i and... also don't like that shit. yeah we'll see how what they do because you know there's a lot I'm of hoping. games where they'll add weather implements and everyone either mm -hmm. just like you can't play the game during, let's say, like, night or during, like, the storms or the fog. Or, like, I've played on servers for other games where it's like, oh, nobody likes those. Let's turn those off. So I hope there's something that's, like, either, I don't know, something fun that's not Help. just going to be like, you can't see for five minutes. And it's like, well, this, I don't know how fun this is, but okay. Or or it stops you from literally playing. You just wait yeah. it out. Because exactly. like, I, Yeah, I don't want something that I have to wait Legend out. of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, whenever there's a thunderstorm. Oh yeah, you gotta take all your armor you, and your I mean all your weapons off. Yeah, much. you have to start running around naked. Yeah. Either that's that, at least that's short though. That is really short. So I hope I, they do either something that, like that or you take cover and just wait out the storm. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I didn't know Zelda would encourage you to run around naked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nudity that's, is very. Important. The more metal you had on you, the more conductive you were to electricity. Ah. Uh, Okay, that makes more sense. I'm like, okay, don't want to get wet. Take all your clothes off. I'm like, all right, you know. I mean, it makes sense, right? Makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I could see it affecting, like, the actual visuals. Like, you can't see as far. And I could see it affecting um, 
movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm wondering how it's going to affect, um, like, a the different instances of the game, because a lot of us use, like, I'm going to use Mars, for example. Like, we'll just fast travel from one part of Mars to another, and if you're by yourself, you'll end up in a different instance. If you fast travel down there and then back, like, you're not going to have the same one that you had. So oh, yeah, you be, can just bypass that is possible. You could buy, yeah, you could bypass the whole thing. So, are they going to, like, I really thought, you know, when they did their big almighty, like, worldwide, everyone had the same instance kind of thing. Like, we all saw the same thing at the same time. Was that them testing out, like, everyone having the same kind of skybox at the same time in the same area? I like where you're going with that. Well, you and know, so, like, when was, fashion- is that them seeing, like, the same weather at the same time? So is everyone having the same blizzard at the same time? Yeah. I mean, even when you fast so. travel around, um, you know, the public... The reason you can fast travel and grab the same public event, like, two, three times... Hi! What? That was loud, babe. <laughs> oh, hi. Sorry. I thought I was unmuted, so I thought I went to go mute myself to yell at the dogs, but I did the opposite. My bad. <laughs> Oh my, my bad. You're like, shut Jeez. up. No, the dogs are barking Damn. and I went to go meet myself to yell at them. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was, saying, I was you know, starting to wonder if I did something wrong. It's like, geez, it's correct. My bad. <clears throat> no, the reason you can grab the same public event like like two to three times when you're by yourself is because if you fast travel back to the same area, you can re-grab the public event because someone else might be doing it in a different instance a little bit slower. But the thing is, it's the public events are universal. That's the reason you yes. can do that. Um, so that's why, you know, you can you can fast travel and then come right back because somebody else started theirs probably at the same instance, but maybe they got to it a little later or you know this and that. So I could totally see them having you know weather conditions being the exact same. You know, mm-hmm. you fast travel to a new area and it's a global weather phenomenon, not like mm-hmm. you're not client. Well, maybe it is client side, but it's probably server side, and you don't have like you can't just bypass that. Yeah, because that would be kind of annoying if we were all just we. It was so bad that we were always just trying to bypass it. (laughs) Yeah, but it also is going to make Europa more immersive because it is like I do want I do want some missions where it's like a blizzard and maybe you're walking slow. I just don't want that as like something all the time, you know. Yeah, I don't want that as an excuse to just like because a lot of times they'll be like, oh well, now we're going to build this into the gameplay because we have it. Yeah. So, you know, everyone has nightmares and things now. Everything has champions in it now because we have them. So we're just going to use this as an excuse to have them. Like, just because you have weather doesn't mean you get to use that as an excuse. <laughs> but Because what if it was winter in the EDZ? Like, fuck. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> That's true. I mean, I've, we've had winter and season. We've had but... summer for like the last four years. <laughs> I know, right? That's. I mean, I would love to have other stuff in on the other planets too. Like, I really would, but I don't even know how they'd implement that at this point. I don't know, honestly. I mean, maybe a part of like pulling planets out and putting them in the vault and pulling them back out. Again, yeah, putting it in and putting it out. Pulling yeah. Well, you know, Cosmodrome. We got it in D one. It came back as a snowy location yeah, during rise of iron true. we didn't have that's like true. snow falling from the sky and stuff but 
yeah, I could definitely see maybe they change when they bring something out of the vault. Maybe they change the season or something like that. And maybe they just add like just a little bit. They change something. Yeah. I don't know. That would be interesting. Yeah. Like there's freaks, you know, natural lightning storms on IO or something or. Oh, that'd be cool. Right. Like you it doesn't have to just be snow or, or anything like that. Like yeah. you can create all yeah. kinds of different weather. Mm-hmm. Hell, I mean, you could like, have high gusts. So hard, you know, oh, strong yeah. winds. Oh, yeah. Think of what that would do to your ballistics. I mean, that would make, like, realistic ballistics, though. Yeah. We can't have that in Destiny. <laughs> That's a Halo thing. Anyway, I'm super stoked about it. That and, like, watching that new trailer that we got got me really excited for the lore implications did you see the exo plugged in like with the fucking vex did yeah, you see so that we were shit all talking about. Ah! yeah we were talking about that in the discord <laughs> I've, I've got a theory that it's it's not that the vex were you know connected to the exos or anything it's i've got a feeling that it's more about uploading the actual person so the actual I... person is left intact, but the Vex simulates that person and uploads that to the, the Exo. Oh. Yeah. I... I think they used the Vex to make Exos right after the Ishtar team yep. discovered that simulations were basically real copies. I think they further And remember, they were using early on frames. I think mm-hmm. they furthered the two technologies in tandem with like Clovis Bray. And were able to realize that if they could capture a couple of X, they could use them basically to make lots of copies of a person's consciousness, therefore loading them up into an exo. Also, that could help explain the Deep Stone Crypt because the Deep Stone Crypt could have a bunch of fresh bodies. simulations of the uh, oh, of the mind yeah, ready too. to go. Or bodies. Yeah, they could have a lot of them. Um, like, I was just, just thinking you know of what? like they could biogenesis just... station. Yeah, they could we... just pop out a brand new one. That's true. A brand new exo. Yeah. I mean, they did have like a fabrication unit that you that we saw for like yeah. a second or two. Um, no, I was I was listening to Maddie talk about it a bit, and I was talking about it with some other people. Um, but they're talking about like, what if the Exo Stranger, because um, like she's really the only one that might know what exactly happened. So she is like, could have used a bunch of X tech to have all of that ability to maybe use Vex time travel. So did Clovis Bray try to use Vex tech to give their exos time travel to go back to get rid of it or something? I don't know. Can you imagine like being able to like go to war and have time travel also it's it's terminator <laughs> yeah it's destiny's exactly version of so terminator. it's destiny's terminator yeah Can, you go back like, in time just, to prevent what yeah. you're trying to what you went back in time for yeah i want to go back in time to prevent what i'm going back in time to try to prevent yeah exactly but like she has time travel and she's you know an exo and has vex tech yeah, I think that's totally plausible. 
Yeah. See, everyone was saying, yeah. you know, that EXO either looks like Ada or the EXO Stranger. It's it it's I'm so excited. Like yeah, every good. single time they put a little tiny thing out, I'm like, feed me. Right. And and heck, like we just gobble it up and look at every single frame to spot mm-hmm. like anything that we can pinpoint, you know, speculation on. Like harpy with legs. <laughs> I'm not speculating on that. Happy with legs. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking more like that second pyramidian. Oh <gasps> yes. We're not gonna truly be rid of Brachion, the Genesis mind. Oh nope. <laughs> Alright, Ashramir. <laughs> Curse you. Well, he did talk about like there being a lake and there was no fucking lake and all sorts. Maybe that's no, it. Actually, used to be a lake. No geog. Can we just talk about the fact that I've been working on this fallen history project, and as I've been reading lore for it, every single time I read anybody that Elmas has ever done a voice for, that's all I can hear it as in my head. What Asher <laughs> is Asher it. I don't even hear it as like what it sounds like in game i hear elemis's version of it in my head <laughs> that's hilarious and the best <laughs> like especially because with the fallen there was a lot of like saint 14 stuff that i was reading and like i just kept hearing elemis oh he does a really good saint 14 though <laughs> like he does a, a really i will stellar take saint that 14. as a thank you yeah he does he does do really yeah also yeah. we got a varix in the um in the trailer oh my also. god yes oh, yeah, okay i am i am really excited Derek's. about that yes i think it's a new voice actor but it was still i was trying to figure out who I it was but it's so good honestly couldn't tell if it was it, the it's, same or a new one i think it's still d bradley baker oh and elemis is mithrax i heard that too oh <laughs> he does a lot of voices and i cannot hear them <laughs> you can only hear so you're in my head elemis nice elemis i can't read lore without thinking i have I have permanent space up there. You do. You do. You really do. You really do. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. But I am excited about my my fallen history project, you guys. So, um you I don't you've know talked about when that's that. coming out. We're working on it. Oh, we talked yeah. about it a couple months ago. When is it coming out? I'm working on something. I don't know if I've ever actually talked about it on podcast. Yeah. Yes, you did one. You, you mentioned it. Yeah. A collaborative with Trams and <gasps> Trams. Hi Trams. Um, yeah, Tram City Seven, Kaz PhD. Hi, Kaz. Uh, so yeah, and it's all about the history of the Fallen to just kind of prep everyone before Beyond Light comes out on what we know about the Fallen thus far and how we've interacted with them thus far to get a better understanding of what might be coming up. Yay! That's so, so exciting. I am so. covering from the Battle of Six Fronts to Rise of Iron. Cool. So you're yeah. diving. My script into- is all done. But I'm very nervous about the next part, which is completely uh, video editing, because this is not a podcast thing. This is a YouTube thing, yep. because they are both YouTubers. So I'm really nervous about that. Um, I got to actually get started on that this week. Uh, thank you to Kaz for going back and playing some D1 to get us some video, because <laughs> I cannot play on it. Yeah, Xbox. wait a second. I thought I could my, play that My on favorite YouTube. thing ever is Mrs. Simon goes, babe, I might have you. to go back to... Um, d1 to get some uh some footage for something i was like oh yeah she was like yeah 
I was like, well, you know, you'd have to, uh, I'd have to redownload that on Xbox. And she was like, wait, D1's not on PC? I was like, that's hilarious. Nope. She was like, nope. so much for that. I'm not playing Xbox. <laughs> like, oh. fuck that. I hope Kaz's stuff works for me. <laughs> Oh, she no. tried Xbox. It wasn't it wasn't so. her forte. I, oh, no. I can't play Xbox well enough to do that. Um, but Kaz has gotten a lot of footage, so I've actually just downloaded that recently and need to start going through it. And luckily, I actually have a little bit of video editing software on my computer. Um, so we will see how that goes. Um, but my script is done. I can write. Awesome. Writing is my thing. Video editing is going to be very new for me, although they have been very gracious and um, have told me repeatedly how much they will help me. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have like a release date for that, but it'll be on both um, Kaz's and Tram's uh, pages. And I'm going to see if we can get the audio to upload here. Um, won't be as cool without the video, but it'll at least give you guys all uh, a good timeline of the history of The Fallen. So that's something I've been working on. Well, and, and heck, I'm, I'm, I'm sh- been incredibly nervous. Like, mm. we know it's going to come out before November 10th. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I've been so nervous about it because I've yet to ever do a solo project on my own. I'm also, like, the least lore um, person of our podcast. So uh, when they had sent out something and they were kind of looking more for a female voice, um specifically just to kind of like be more inclusive and break things up um i was actually doing the wellness program at my job and one of the uh wellness weeks was to um further or deepen a hobby that you already like appreciate Mm. uh so it was kind of like a challenge to myself (laughs) how does it feel i i'm really fucking nervous because I don't want to screw it up for them. It's going to be great. Uh, You've got nothing to be nervous about. No, it's going to be I great. I think my script is good, and I really enjoyed doing all the research. Uh, thank you to Elmas and Orchid for my Grimoire Anthology books, Yay. because I was finally able to bust those open and use them and put sticky notes. I'm so and, glad. Um, thank you to my fabulous husband for letting me just like randomly FaceTime him as I was writing my script and be like, uh, <laughs> question, can you – I need somebody to help fill these blanks in. That's so, what I'm here for, to um, fill the blanks. <laughs> yeah so uh thank you to all of my lovely podcast podcast hosts for um helping me through this journey and i i hope it turns out well but i'll keep you guys posted on that it's okay remember Absolutely. us when you're a big youtuber and, yeah. and we're just these little <laughs> podcasters right? you know when you become super famous and yeah we'll see how i take to video at any yeah because uh, it's Writing a script is definitely my thing. I fucking love writing, and I did not realize how much I was actually going to enjoy that portion of this project mm-hmm. because I yeah, am bomb at an outline and essays. So I want to yeah. talk to you about a project later on. Then I don't like writing. All I'm right. down with video editing. We'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, no, you I this. love writing a script. I love researching, and uh, so it was really fun to get to like go to Ishtar and Deskypedia and my Grimoire anthology books, um, and and really like pull from all of that. And I had a blast. So, yeah, I'll let you guys know how the video editing goes. It'll be great. And my reward for a job well done is the brand new fucking puppy. <gasps> I know. I saw the pictures. So cute. (laughs) Yeah. Also, real quick, I need to do an early podcast shout out. 
Hmm. Um, because I'll forget to do this at the end. So this can be my end shout out too. Let's see. And you guys can probably tell me how to say it better. Nusiva Angel? Mm-hmm. Is that how it's pronounced? Uh, yeah, Nusiva Angel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just want to give them a shout out because they had an amazing fucking memory when I said that um, our new puppy Ace was going to be a full sibling to Kona on Twitter. They were like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that means they're all related. Like, if my memory serves me correct. So, like, kudos to you for remembering that Callie and Kona were related. They're second cousins. <laughs> and I just was, like, blown away by your memory. So, yes, all of our babies were related. Even our uh, sweet little baby who passed, Kiko, uh, was a half-sibling to Kona and Ace through their daddy. Oh. So, all of our babies have been related to some way, shape, or form. And Ace will be our last baby. So, yeah, he's my reward for a job well done. Oh. I don't know if that's exactly how that works. Sorry. Otherwise, you're just going to be getting puppies every time you want to you do something good. Right. <laughs> right. I looked both ways when I crossed the street. Let's go get a puppy. Yeah. My mother-in-law was so excited when I told her that our breeder is going to be retiring because she was like, oh, thank God you won't be able to get any more. <laughs> <laughs> My mother-in-law thinks, I, I think she thinks all, I was never going to stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I but want yeah. a big family. All right, family. I tangented us so hard away from uh, our voice actor discussion of, um, I think, Varric's was who we were talking about. No, that was it. I just, cause uh, the voice it. just totally brought it back. But it still had that nah. good I at least too. remembered where I jumped from. Careful, Guardian. They will try to fuck you. Fuck them back. <laughs> I don't remember that one. <laughs> I don't remember that being in the trailer, but I like it. No. It's like dirty barracks. <laughs> barracks after dark. Um, so the last actual bullet that we have, somebody on our podcast team got <gasps> Moat Thief. I got Moat Thief. It only took nine hours. <laughs> and two yeah. years. In two years, but I got Moat Thief. <laughs> Those don't count. Congratulations to me. <laughs> hey, you did it, and I'm proud. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I used... Ivan was like, uh, if you still want your moments of triumph shirt, you should probably do that. Yeah, babe. I was like, I was I'm like, ordering oh. mine. I've been waiting long enough so we could order this together. Yeah. But you're never going to get this So thing. I got on there yesterday and actually started doing some of it. I have nine, almost 10, and I only need, what, 16? Fifteen, anyone? Anyone? Like that. Yeah. Anyone? Yeah, I think you need fifteen or sixteen out of the twenty. Twenty-six 20. is for the title. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I think it's Jesus. Christ, I'm not you, Elements. <laughs> <laughs> for those who can't see, the look of audacity on my face is strong. <laughs> audacity. I was just looking at the app like, is it still running? Yeah, I was like, what? What's wrong with my audacity? Uh, yeah. Um, but yes, no, so I... Good job, Orchid. Thank Good you. job. I used Somebody was like, truth why like do you need bitch. to order... <laughs> Somebody was like, why do you need to order the shirt? And I was like, because my husband won't let me wear his. Because it has his name so, on it. Yeah, they got own. my name it's on it. literally, literally. like the only shirt from his closet that I know I'm not allowed to take. Because well, I'd really like if you didn't your touch any of your shirts from my closet because you have it's, lots yeah. of your own, it's, but you know. Oh, it's got his yeah. name on it. Yeah, it's it's like you know writing your name on your underwear, except somebody else wrote it for you. I do that. I'm just kidding. I wish. <laughs> I'm literally about to go out and buy a metallic sharpie and write Hyven on the inside no, no, no. of all your underwear. Embroidery, please. No, embroidery only. Please. No, so no, that silver sharpie, silver clothes sharpie. 
It needs to be one of those silver metallic shirties yeah. where you write, if lost, return to Hyven. I know. Just write Hyven, <laughs> but like make the E backwards or something. Ass goes here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I found did out. Did you I say really... ass goes here? Yeah, I did goes... indeed. <laughs> <laughs> My God. We're going to move on. <laughs> right, we're good. We're yeah. good. Let's do this. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So if you want to find other lore content, listen to this ad. The Lore Network. Hey guys, it's Green from Focus Fire Chat. Have you guys ever wanted to listen to just the lore? Like spend a few minutes consuming the lore in an audio format? Well, my new podcast, Destiny Lore Audiophile, does just that. Destiny Lore Audiophile is a podcast where the lore of Destiny is recorded and presented in an audiobook format. No commentary, just pure, sweet lore. Episodes will be about 30 minutes long and released every Thursday. Currently, you can find Destiny Lore Audiophile on Podbean and iTunes at Destiny Lore Audiophile, where the audiophile has a PH instead of an F. Readings of the Singular Exeget, Marasena, Books of Sorrow, and more are already queued up and ready to drop. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single performance of Destiny Lore Audiophile. See you there. That was a sweet ad. I liked it. Wow. Great. <laughs> I really titillated for the Lord Network. <laughs> yes, titillated. That's what I was going for, man. <laughs> Nothing titillates me like a Lore Network ad. Thelorenetwork.com. That, that right there Where is an ad for the Lore Network if I ever did hear lore. one. Want to be titillated? Want to be titillated again? Blue is Go to the Lore me. Network. Already there. <laughs> Already titillated? Get titillated some more. I mean, Sorry, so Blue. There. I love you. Oh, my gosh. All right. All right. So... Brief intro to the topic. These entries are obtained from Eris on Io at the end of the Interference mission. Each entry is a report to the Vanguard of what she's deciphered from the Pyramid. And if you've, if you've missed any of these entries, you can talk to Eris multiple Repeatedly times at the end the of the whole 400 the seconds. Right. Like, you get 400 seconds to just sit there and listen to the woman just rant. That doesn't sound enjoyable. I fucking hate listening to Eris rant. It's for completion. She's so whiny. Or you can turn your audio down for Destiny. Turn Spotify. Well, <laughs> whatever you listen I to. Turn my Not Spotify. Spotify. Never Spotify. Turn Pandora. Down up. with Spotify. I never oh, use Pandora. I use Spotify. <laughs> turn Apple Music up. Turn sure. your music of choice up. Uh-huh. And then just keep hitting enter. <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, because the interference mission is going away at the end of the season, you can only get it in this season. Yep. I forgot to write that one. That's okay. I'm editing. Good the job next for two remembering episodes. now. Well, you told him. You gave him the good info. Good job. That's what really matters. Elmus mm-hmm. yep. with the good info. All right. Well, Peggy with the bad hair, Elmas with the good info. I like it. Is that all you got for your intro? 
Yes. And I shall start us off with a lore book reading. Protected. Report by VanNet Encrypted Router. Reference obvious. The enemy insinuates that we are hobbled by the traveler's protection, denied our full potential. This is expected. Our foe comprehends only violence and its beauty. Personal notes scratched in hive leather with a flake. Is that not that's an Ionian stone? What is that? Ionian? Io stone? Is that like stone on Io? A stone from Io? Yeah, okay, that sounds right. Personal notes. Scratched in hive leather with a flake of Ionian stone. The tired insinuation that protection is weakness. I expected more from our great foe. When we hunted the first trespasser on the moon, I discovered the journal of a Golden Age commander. Quang Chun had faith and training. Still, the darkness seduced her. And this is the insidious power that turned her against her god. I am learning to cook. I salvaged a hot plate back on the moon. It was vacuum welded to the countertop, and I had to cut it free. My hands ache, but they are steadier. Cousin Asher, you would find the concept of vacuum welding upsetting. Press two sheets of metal together in void, and their atoms cannot tell which sheet they belong to. They cross freely. The two become one. I sleep beside the intruding pyramid. I am deep in its shadow. Back in the tower, beneath the traveler, could they understand how I am vacuum-welded to the enemy? Ikora would understand. She studied the Taken with me, despite the risks. And Zavala values foresight. But he also fear, fears the next Lysander, the next Tolan, the next Rezul Azir. He fears what I could teach his guardians. He is weary of being the one to say no when all his guardians shout, yes, yes. But it is his duty, and he, and he loves when duty hurts. Forceful Angled Cuts I am afraid. I am afraid that if I go on, I will lose everything I have reigned, all regain. Oh, jeez. You got this. Take a shot. I am afraid. I am afraid that if I go on, I will lose everything I have regained, all my peace, all my trust, all my hopes, and I will even destroy my dear friend who fights where I cannot. A blank space. I need to make a walk. I'm going to take an angle grinder to the rotor disc from an old rover. I must find cooking oil to season it. I will search through Cousin's old caches tomorrow. Tonight, I cook fried rice. Rice and raisins will come from my stores. The recipe calls for pineapple? Is this a joke? A pine-flavored apple? I will substitute breadfruit 
if I can find it. I'm sorry, is she deciphering a recipe from the pyramid? <laughs> no, this is more of like she's lamenting what she's going to make for dinner as she's deciphering shit. Why she's I'm writing so... about it is beyond me. Yeah. Like, thanks, Eris. This is the important <clears throat> shit we needed. I never thought I was going to have to. I need to make a walk. I'm like, I think this is a typo. No, no, no. She's making fried rice. All right. All right. Well, the whole everything is in like three. Every, all, of, all of them are in like three different. Does that make sense? It's in like, there's always like a beginning a middle and an end like the transcript and then like the mm. thoughts and then like i need to make fried rice section but it's all <laughs> it's really less so all of them have i need to like, make fried rice section it's more Got of it. like the i need to make uh it's more of the i'm obsessed with pineapple section as we like further go i love their fascination <laughs> with pineapple and destiny this is not the first time we've heard no it's not them referring to how there's a scannable so on weird. uh titan, titan. Mm-hmm. yeah makes me laugh yeah so the part of this that i really like she's talking about you know ikora would understand she studied mm-hmm. the taken with me despite the risks and zavala values foresight but he also fears the next lysander the next tolent the next Rezalazir. like she's calling out that we're jumping straight into dark powers or dark, you know, well, she's foreshadowing that we're going to jump into dark powers. And the Vanguard is very concerned about it, but they know that right. we need to. But for lack of a better term, fuck the Vanguard. What are they even doing these days? Well, they basically told us nothing based on stolen intelligence last time. They're very busy not being organized. Yeah. 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 So you know what? I'm going to do me, boo. I'm going to go titillate myself with some darkness. Um, All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I just, I I threw my file down like a mic drop. (laughs) So, boom. But I I specifically like the call out to Rezalazir. Because he was described as the best guardian, and then he became the best villain. Yeah. I don't know if it's if she's completely calling out that Zavala. I don't know. Like it is foreshadowing about like dark powers, but at the same time, I think Zavala fears just shadows in general, and to protect what little they have left he fears like anything yeah yeah like he's also like kind of by the book more so like dealing with the darkness is kind of exact opposite of everything he's you know his 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 values and stuff he's more like let's not even deal with it let's just throw it away and not even study it Whereas, yeah. like, Warlocks and, I mean, Eris would be like, no, we need to, let's poke the thing until we figure it out. Pretty much. Kind of thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, my favorite part about this is when we hunted the first trespasser on the moon, the only thing I could think of is that wizard came from the moon. <laughs> that was the first wizard, guys, on the moon so oh, long ago. D1. Yes. I, I do like the, the call out to Quangshin. Yeah. Because we, mm-hmm. we read about her back in um, Revelations. Yep. Indeed, indeed. We did. Well, you can only comment on fried rice for so long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then let's talk about um, eggshell. <laughs> Perfect. Seamless. Report by VanNet Encrypted Router. The bird cannot fly until it leaves the eggshell. The enemy continues to suggest that we must abandon the traveler. This is a good sign. It would not need to entice us if it could destroy us without effort. Personal notes scored in hive leather with a knife. Tidal volcanism and Jupiter's plasma breath made Io into a treasure trove of chemistry for the traveler's work. A good walk must be seasoned in the same way. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to myself for editing this later because I'm going to hate myself for having to cut this, but I just, I, I'm trying to fight a fit of giggles. I thought you said calcium in for a second. Why? Because you're talking about seasoning? It just, I just. And walks. A, a treasure trove of chemistry and then we got to season a good walk. Well, yeah, you have to season a good walk. Have you never watched Uncle Roger you on YouTube? <laughs> Uncle Roger. Uncle Roger knows okay. how to season okay. a good walk. You need to go oh watch him on YouTube if you've not, because he I delights do, the shit out of me. With this. Oh my god, go watch it right now. Stop what you're doing. What, we're on a time crunch. Okay, we can do this. We can do this. Okay. A good walk must be seasoned in the same way. I am heating it with sunflower oil from Cousin Asher's cache. There were many fine things, all untouched. He denies himself. I ache from the hike. Ikora says I am a fool... Nope. Ikora says I am full of hairline fractures and deep muscle trauma. I never noticed until other pains had healed. The illusion of recovery... One pain obscures another. There is danger in this traffic with the pyramid. Quang Shen's logs make the plane. No, fuck. Quang Shen's logs make that plane. But I must continue. I must continue. What worth have I ever been, except that I know the enemy? More worth, Mara would remind me, I am more than my uses. So, what bird would we become if we left the traveler behind? There are four obvious examples. We might survive as raiders on the edge. We might take the enemy's sacrament and become its slave. We might abandon our humanity for machines. We might rise up in war and build an empire. 
Yet none of these four can be the answer. Fallen, Vex, Cabal, and Hive all covet the Traveler. They have not left it behind. If all things beyond the Traveler's protection fall under the suzerainty, somebody fucking help me. That's right, suzerainty. Suzerainty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, take two. <laughs> if all things fall behind the traveler's protection. Nope, nope. Uh, I mean, that was kind of right, but it didn't. Nope, didn't. It's not fucking going right in my brain. If all things beyond the traveler's protection fall under the suzerainty of darkness, not because they serve it, but because they are obedient to its law, then to leave the traveler would be to join the enemy. There would be no other way. Even so, I am proof otherwise. I move between. There is not only gray between black and right. Mm, I, I mean, like I said white, but I said right. You did say right. I heard it. Yeah. So I guess black is left? It could be. Right Green and left. <laughs> it's right between is, black and right. Down. Teal is yesterday. <laughs> what? Purple is tomorrow. I made coffee, guys. <laughs> So much better. (laughs) There is not only gray between black and white. All of the colors are there. And am I not necessary? I would be lost without those who led me back to the light. But if I had not been there to guide them down into darkness, they would all be dead. Who would we become if we were all like Eris Morn? Ah, my walk is on fire. This walk, is, walk on fire. is on fire. It's on fire. So she talks about. Um, I'm gonna like talk about the the her lie that it is to leave the travelers to join the pyramids, which is true because you don't have to. It, it's not a black and white relationship. Like she obviously isn't with the traveler. But she's not just joining the darkness. She she goes off and does her own thing. You know? She doesn't need all that. But if you wanted to know what suzerainty means, because I have notes in front of me from when I did this a few weeks ago. Uh, it's a political relationship in which one state or other polity controls the foreign policy and relations of a tributary state while allowing the tributary state to have internal autonomy. Like an overlordship. Hmm. So, yeah, so an overlord, I guess. I don't know. I think these, in general, I think these are really interesting with the way everything is laid out because a lot of the messages are messages to us, the guardian. Like, and specifically, like, our guardian, and not just, like, a guardian in general, and not just, like, messages to herself. 
I think that's really interesting that she's speaking to us. And also it's talking like in like interpreting logographic communication. I'm just going off of like notes that I had from when we did the Sun Focus Fire, but I don't know. This is a really neat story. All of it. Also, like, Erisborn, get your shit together. Don't set your walk on fire. Well, and, and I, I think you I think you bring up a good point is the fact that she's having to decipher all this and it's not like a, a an actual language. It's just a bunch yeah. of images. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if if people aren't familiar with what a logographic communication is, it's um, like in a written language, um, it is a character that represents a word. Um, so it's like Chinese characters or like Egyptian hieroglyphs or cuneiform or something like that. English doesn't use that. We're a phonologic, we're a phonologic language. Um, and a lot of people think Japanese is a logogram uh, logographic it's not it's a phonologic language so the symbols correspond to actual sounds and not to words so she's looking at the word and trying to figure out what the act or looking at the symbol and trying to figure out what word that is and not how it sounds which i think is like infinitely more difficult trying to decipher any language that you don't know anything of it's got to be very difficult oh yeah yeah people who study like ancient languages or just stuff like that has always been impressive to me because it's you know how do you figure something out that you don't know anything about you just have to use mm-hmm. like perception from other other things in order to get what you're finding out also i'm always curious like how eris is so able to decipher this stuff so well she's just been chilling in the darkness for a for a very long time mm-hmm. yeah absolutely so uh, the actual transcript from the mission says the simple message eggshell the term carries all the impermanence and fragility you would expect the darkness sees a traveler as something keeping us isolated from the outside world. It is a barrier we are meant to outgrow and break through. So so we're supposed to break through the god egg? Yes. Yep. Or you could you could think of it as something like it's keeping us shielded or keeping us from knowing something of the outside world, maybe. Like, it's keeping some of the information we should be knowing away from us. Like, it could, yeah. it might not be a physical barrier. It could be just because it does take away our memories. It doesn't tell us things. It's just all of a sudden we awake with, like, big cosmic power. Itty bitty little package. <laughs> uh, the one part that I, I do like in here, mm-hmm. you know, it's... She talks about, so what bird would become, or would we become, if we left the Traveler behind? She gives four examples, and then she goes, yet none of these four can be the answer. Fallen, Vex, Cabal, and Hive all covet the Traveler. They have not left it behind. 
like she literally just described all four enemy races as specific kind of birds and it, yeah. it's true like mm-hmm. the traveler left them you know it, the traveler left the fallen but none of them have actually left the traveler like they all still covet it except maybe aramis when beyond light comes out right <laughs> So I pasted the rest of the transcripts for her walk is on fire, you guys. Her walk is on fire. It's the worst. Maybe burned her oil. Yeah. Right. Too busy transcribing. She wasn't paying attention. Nope. Nope. Do you guys notice she transcribed stuff on different things? Oh, yeah, it's like she's just writing all over the place and expecting oh, yeah. us to figure it all out. It's just like, what? It seems like it's like a possessed kind of like yeah, transcribing. It's like yeah. when you're writing on a notepad and then the wall and then your table and it's all one story, but nobody can really figure out where to start, where to end. I'm sorry, she really lost me when she started writing things on a knotted codex of hive guts. I was like, no. <laughs> sorry. I'm done with you, Eris. That's gross. <laughs> Fucking done with you. Alright, I'm gonna read the next one. If we're good. Are we good? Yep, good to go. Alright. This is White. Report by VanNet Encrypted Router. The color white exists as a symbol of uniformity, sterility, and sameness. In light, there is only death. The same message VIP number 2014 received in the Lunar Pyramid. Again, an interesting. Personal notes scored in hive leather with a knife. I do not believe the darkness has returned to destroy the Traveler. Surely, it could have done that while the Traveler was maimed and stranded. Why wait for a sign that the light had returned to its strength? Perhaps the darkness has returned for us. Guardians are the Traveler's final memorial. We are its selfless legacy and last argument. The color white, stasis, blackness, bone, flag of truce. This is an opportunity. We must do as we did before. Encounter the enemy's power. Learn what we can and report back. And if we return with nothing but beautiful and violent words, then we will study them as scripture and find some way to turn the enemy's power to our use, just as it wishes to turn us to its purpose. My walk is filthy with burnt oil. I need baking soda to clean it, but there is no trona on Io. Instead, I bubbled carbon dioxide through sodium hydroxide. It burnt like hive blood and retrieved enough soda to clean the walk. While I was scrubbing... A young guardian approached. She had an ancient name. Akkadian, perhaps, or Sumerian. She said that she heard of me, and she wanted to help me search for knowledge. I snapped at her to bring me a pineapple. I know I was cruel. Damn, Eris. Lameo. <laughs> like, Pineapples. somebody actually reaches out and she's like, 
hey, I want to help you. Fetch me this thing that I'm sure doesn't exist. Oh, I don't trust this bitch. <laughs> um, since we covered all the VIPs. This is us. You know, back in Stolen Intelligence. Yeah. VIP 2014 is us. Because Destiny 1 came out in 2014. That's when our Guardian was rezzed. Um, this brings up a really good point. This entry brings up a really good point. Why are the pyramid ships here and not attacking the traveler? Like, their whole thing can't be about just be destroying the traveler because otherwise they would have just ganged up on it like that, you know, meme of, yeah. Um, where it's like five guys standing behind a white girl. <laughs> The one man, the girl sitting on the couch. Yeah. I was made into that meme by one of my Australian friends. It was funny. But, like, that brings up the point. Like, why are, are the pyramid ships here? What are they trying to achieve? The um, transcript from the actual mission reads for the color white or the absence of color white. Um, this construction is white, not like the color, but the absence of color, an indistinct void overexposed sameness of a thing long dead, the white of bleached bone of the traveler. So that's what she actually says in the mission. Which she kind of mentions um, in the color white stasis black blankness bone flag of truce. Yeah. Honey, are you talking? You're muted. Sorry. Yeah. If you're calling the white the absence of anything, then uh, it's very interesting that she then compares that also to stasis, mm -hmm. which you can think of as you know non. It's it's an absence of energy. Um, I mean, stasis might isn't really. We could argue it's not darkness powers. It's just the absence of light powers. Yeah. Uh, well, that's kind of what my my thinking is. Yeah. Is who's this, we're thinking of darkness as a completely separate force once again it's my original thought that these are on the same wavelength uh you know darkness is just the absence of light mm -hmm. it's not necessarily a thing it's just less of something so what would stasis be but without energy or the color of white would be without so yeah. you know who's to say that just light equals white in reality white would be absence of all which would also combine which mm -hmm. would be more like darkness so i think right. it's kind of interesting that once again we're riding this like thin line of we want to paint the light and the dark as these two separate forces of good and evil but in reality they're they're very different than we might 
uh, originally originally viewed them. It's not it's not that obvious. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I do like that they instead of using like the physics idea of white, which is all colors, it's the art idea of white, which is no colors. Because if you put like all the colors together, you're gonna get like gross brown. Yeah, black. you know, like black is supposed yeah. to be what you get if you mix everything, and white is supposed to be reflecting all. All oh, yeah. yeah, but in at least in physics, if you put all the stuff together, it's white because that's the full spectrum. Yeah. A visible light, I should say. Neat. Hey. I'll continue on with Cusp. Cusp. Report by VanNet encrypted router. This is a threat. The enemy implies we are on the edge of a second collapse. There are. <clears throat> Sorry about that. There are intimidation. There are intimations of a repeated mistake. An error we will make again. Perhaps it is a demand for surrender. Personal notes scratched in hive leather with a flake of Ionian stone. The collapse was a murder. A genocide. What does the enemy imply? It was our error i was born long after the golden age but i do feel loyalty to that time and compassion humanity thought it was immortal so did i once what should we have learned from the collapse that we are weak obvious and false no that we made mistakes That we made errors in our defense. Our enemy is not a strategy instructor. No. That everything grown must die. Hope is futile, etc. Tiresome. Death may be inevitable, but life is worth fighting for to protect and extend. No. That the traveler is using us for its own ends. Then why would it sacrifice itself? No. That the darkness is not our enemy. It is the traveler's enemy. Does the enemy suggest we should have turned on the traveler during the collapse? Cracked it like an egg? I see shades of the prisoner's dilemma that occupied Quangshin. If traveler and humanity cooperate, both suffer. If humanity maims the Traveler as it tries to flee, both are destroyed. But if the Traveler chooses to help us and we turn against it, offer it to the enemy. The enemy suggests this would have been our salvation. For now, I subsist on thick pemmican and vitamin paste. I crave fresh food. I must invite someone to share this meal. I will someday cook. My palate is toughened. I will need a taster. Perhaps I should not have sent the Sumerian woman away. Alright. So we see her kind of inner dialogue on 
really what the darkness is saying about the collapse versus what she believes in her own mind. Um, you know, it's talking about a second collapse happening. And she comments on how how could this be, you know, the, the fault of humanity during the Golden Age when it was basically just a genocide, it was murder, um, that it was how how are they supposed to have learned from just being killed? Uh, and she goes yeah. through a couple different was that no it, it that's absolutely right yeah yeah she makes the point like what can you learn when you're just being just massacred as 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 a people and she goes over some of those things you know were they supposed to learn about their weakness or their heirs in defense that life is futile or that the traveler is you know not was only there for its own own ends and really, she doesn't find any, I guess, real. Well, I suppose the only one that she doesn't say no after is that the darkness is not our enemy. It is only the traveler's enemy. So is that the point she thinks that they were supposed to gain? Because if the darkness is telling us that, you know, if we, you yeah. side with me, I got no problem with you. My problem was, is with the traveler. And that really is the point. It's saying that the collapse happened because we decided to favor the traveler and not you know live for ourselves and i really you know we don't this gets into the whole like once again is the traveler good or evil is the darkness good or evil all we know is that the traveler showed up good things happened for a while and then bad things happened uh as far as who actually caused those well it was it was the alien races that followed the traveler um, but it wasn't necessarily the darkness that showed up. We haven't actually seen the pyramid ships until now. And their first contact, well, heck, they're talking to us about as much as the, uh, the traveler, if not more. The only thing we got from the traveler was our yeah. ghost. You know? We, so we've it, heard more from the pyramid ships than we actually have from the traveler. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, so, if you stop and think about it, we've only had, like, two visions from the traveler. Yeah, we know that the Traveler gives visions to um, the speakers um, in the book that I can't remember, but we've seen some of the, the visions. Constellations. People, yes, in the constellations. But for the most part, we don't get a lot of contact there. So I just find it interesting yep. that, you know, when you think about the collapse and you think about what really caused it, it really wasn't it wasn't the darkness. It wasn't the pyramid ships. Uh, it was It was these races following the Traveler. So you could almost blame the Traveler for bringing all of that upon us yeah because then we just a couple cards ago just state that, do. <laughs> that those four the, the, the other races just um are the answer the fallen vex cabal and hive you know none of them all covet the traveler mm -hmm. you know you could say it's almost the traveler's fault for you know leaving us uh leaving us to die with all these um these races coming behind it trying to to kill everything so i just not one that i'm necessarily time, uh, gonna for say the people in the back and i do yeah not that i'm saying one way or the other but i think a lot of people want to want to paint um everything maybe not even that they want to i think people like things to be easily understandable you know something's either good or bad yeah. it's yes or no uh it's a very easy decisive answer and this is just 
Eris is kind of just reaffirming, maybe not in her own mind quite yet, but just by describing this, that that's not really the case when we're talking about the darkness and the light. And we're going to get, obviously, more of that in some way as we move on to our next expansion, because regardless of what stasis truly is, it's definitely some new power that we, we don't have now. Yeah. It's not straight from the Traveler. It's not a, what you, it's not in the, it doesn't follow the Traveler's rule book. It's not the approved I'm reading list. Not drinking from the teat of the traveler no more. Yeah, it's not right. on the approved reading list. Okay, I'm I'm interested to see how we actually obtain those powers. Yeah, me too. I am too. I wanted to talk about we. She talked about the prisoner's dilemma, and the actual primer, prisoner's dilemma. It's a reference to there's a paradox in decision analysis. So two individuals if they're acting in their own self-interest, don't produce the, opt- the optimal outcome. So if they both choose to protect themselves um, with the other participant being kind of fucked over a bit. So they each participant kind of has the choice to, to act either optimistically or responsibly. So defection would be the optimistic, the optimistic behavior and responsibly would be like, you know, cooperating and acting together. Um, the best outcome being like cooperating to come to, I don't know, some sort of agreement. But it's difficult to come to that agreement when the idea of their own benefit, like defection, um, is greater than the benefit that they would get together in like cooperation. Like, that's what the actual prisoner's dilemma is. Since you mentioned it, it was in the thing. Guys, I wrote notes down, okay? Good job. Very nice. I know. (laughs) Responsible. God. Do you want to know what the actual words were from the mission? Sure. Since I have all these two. Mm -hmm. The actual words from Cusp. It's, she said, this word denotes the moment before a change, the cusp, the brink, but is a repetition of something that has already happened, a mistake for which no knowledge was gained, the collapse, perhaps, troubling. That is what she said. Interesting. hmm Yeah. And this was the first week, since this is the fourth one, because... The mission, the interference mission where we get it is on a three-week rotation, uh, just kind of like the Dreaming City is, where we got a different mission each week and then it would reset. These missions are on a three-week rotation as well. So there's three different versions of the same mission. And so this is the first time that we get that first mission back. Too Interesting if you want to think about it that way, just like in terms of gameplay. Just waiting for the last mission. Yes. We all are. (laughs) All right. And poor Eris sent her food taster away. That's what we really need to gain from this. Right? She doesn't have a taste tester. I love how she's like, my palate is toughened. I've been eating hive for weird hive stuff for too long. (laughs) <laughs> just don't have drifter be her taste tester because he'd be like oh this stuff's great then he'd be like i'm still hungry <laughs> yeah 
Oh, man. All right. You can only eat this with a cast iron stomach. Exactly. I'm still hungry. Eric's might be one of the few people who can eat the same as the Drifter. Who knows Fuck. what food she survived off of for all that time. If it was even food. <laughs> Not what we'd call food. It was digestible and kept her alive. <laughs> all right. Elemist is just, he doesn't even know what he wants to say. It's just, no, no. I All don't. Right. Because my mind went down a rabbit hole that it should not have gone down. <laughs> Tell us more about this rabbit hole that your mind went down, Elemist. <laughs> my goodness. He's out. He's tapping out. All right. Then I will read our last card of the first half of this story. Gift. Personal notes scored in hive leather with a knife. Something new has blossomed in the cradle. A gift to reward my attention. It terrifies me, and the more afraid I am, the more I want to accept it. I came to learn from what I fear most. The more I am afraid, the more there is to learn. The shoot is a single silver branch with leaves like down. I think they are tiny feathers. Is it some thorn of Sabathoon's sent to bring disaster? No, I know it is not. That would be too simple. It is from the Black Pyramid. It was meant for me. I will let it grow and see if it bears fruit. It is true that I am watched by many guardians and doubted, and mocked. But this is the price of connectedness. This is proof, no matter how bitter, that I am part of something larger. Others look to me for guidance, so I choose to be worthy of that trust. I choose to, st to tell Zavala what I have found. I will even invite him to see it. Oh, I'm first comment, aren't yep. I? Yep. Hmm. I'm going to defer first comment. Because you don't know what I just read. Oh. <laughs> then I'll read. I'll, I'll, I'll good. first comment. Nice. Go for it. So um, this, is the, this is the mission where if you stand in the wrong spot, Zavala yeets <laughs> you across the map. Or which, just straight kills you. Yeah. Or straight up kills you. And unfortunately, I was standing in the wrong spot, and it was really funny. <laughs> but um, she he dis discusses uh, Ruinous Effigy with Eris. That's This is kind of where that mission comes into play. But she says in the actual mission, um, interesting, this phrasing is directed at an equal. The message here is a gift, something offered in an outstretched hand. Um, and I think it was interesting, at least in this one, we didn't get an official report, maybe because Zavala visited in person to see, like, the tree and the gift and whatever. Um, That's kind of how I, I thought of it. Yeah, because I mean, if he's there, we don't need a, we we don't he doesn't need a yeah. report if he's looking at it, you know. Um, 
And there is a really great line here. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, um, I came to learn from what I fear most. Uh, the more I am afraid, the more there is to learn. Um, so that's like her entire motivation for all of this and why she's, um, like the more she, the more she's afraid, the more she learns. So the more danger she's put into, the more she gets out of it. So she's kind of like an adrenaline Chucky. (laughs) Oh, you want to learn more about the hive? Like, let's, let's just go straight into it. Like, let's go into like the deepest, darkest cavern and. You know, touch stuff. On the moon. Not exactly touch wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, see, we're talking about Eris. That's how. Yeah, she we're survived. talking about. Yeah, and so I mean, Eris strikes me, especially with this line that she is very much a. I need to go touch the thing, and it doesn't matter like how afraid I am, but it seems like the more risk I take, the greater the reward. You gotta touch the butt. Got touch the butt. To get the oh my god the stuff, butt stuff. That's not no. butt stuff. <laughs> All right, fine that too. Just let it be butt stuff. Fine, it can be butt stuff, weirdos. But it's your butt. Well, that derailed us. <laughs> well, yeah, we talked about butt stuff. Now my brain's just completely elsewhere. Well, because you know, once you get, get butt stuff, you're done. Your conversation, yeah. nothing left to talk about. Mm-hmm. Butt babies. You can't do anything after butt stuff. Yeah, you can. Nope, it's that's all where done. the fun <laughs> begins. That's all. all right, and that's where this oh, episode ends. Anyway, <laughs> Hyven the night Hyven. is young. <laughs> Hyven shoutouts. Oh, well, let me check. Mm-hmm-hmm. Ready for this? Let's see if there's any new Twitter shoutouts. I forgot. To Actually, while he's looking, Mrs. Hyven, you got any shout outs? Yep. I, wasn't um, I already did my shout outs earlier. I just would like to reiterate those to you guys for um, your support, whether knowingly or not, uh, in my project. And to Nusiva Angel for your amazing memory. I was impressed. Okay. Orchid? So that's what I've got. Um, shout out to uh, Blue Crew 86, uh, my bestie for letting me use the show notes because I we just did this on Focus Fire like two weeks ago. So thank you. He's very organized. <laughs> Hear that blue? She's going to need it for another two weeks. Oh, no, I, I, I have the file. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So, Hyven, did you actually pull up your... Uh... I do not think there's anyone new to have followed me on Twitter. If I fail, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Find Hyphen um, on Twitter and he'll say your name out and it'll be recorded for posterity. I'm pretty sure I already read those. Last one I saw in there was Dolan, who I already talked about. Um, Hi, Dolan. Shout outs to... I don't know if I have any shout outs. <gasps> oh, 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 I have one. Shout out to the... Um, I don't even know what you call us. We're not really... A, we're a Destiny clan. We're now just this odd friend group. As we play all these various games you're, together, you're a gaming clan. Yeah, it's my gaming group. Some new, new and old. That's everyone there. You know, we oh, 
trying to play um, new games during um, slow time in Destiny. I've been playing all kinds of stuff. Uh, they tried to make me play Among Us, which I do not actually enjoy. I'm one of those few people who does not like that game. But we played a bunch of Jackbox games uh, last night. Uh, we were there till like f- 3, 4 in the morning. Jeez. Yeah, Forcing like me to continue playing over and over until I had to close out the game. Uh, but that's been fun. And um, yeah, you know, we downloaded a couple other games. We said we were going to get in and try to play. So uh, it's kind of cool to have a pretty like thorough group to uh just do some some pc gaming and my uh my my old xbox group i still play with them here and there and i'm building pcs for them slowly but surely we're converting them all that's really it gotcha and for my shout out uh i think this is going to be the second week in a row but my brother-in-law is going through some rough stuff so i'm shouting him out you're going to get through it, buddy. You're just getting through it sucks, but you'll come out better on the other end. So, uh, with that being said, reminders. I was muted, sorry. Oh. I just, we're all here for you and Melissa and Zach. And um, I only know him as teacher. I don't actually John. know his name. John. So, uh, <laughs> I just know him by his gamer tag. But yes, if you guys need anything, just please oh, absolutely. Uh, let us know how we can help. Even if it is just more silly Jackbox games to distract, we can always get Melissa in there too. Absolutely. So, yeah. And I appreciate it. You guys are family. So, reminders... You can find us on Twitter at Guardians underscore Lore, at Hey It's Orchid, at Mrs. underscore Hyven, and at I underscore Am underscore Elemist. You can email us at Guardians underscore Lore at Outlook.com. You can find us on Instagram at Guardians of Lore, all one word. Uh, you can leave us a review. And if you leave us a review, let us know. And you can do that by jumping on our Discord. That being said, take care.